Hi, my name is John Kim. I'm a therapist who went through his own rebirth many years ago, and I've been documenting my journey ever since, sharing my life lessons and revelations. I believe in casual over clinical, with you instead of at you. I come unrehearsed on purpose because self-help doesn't have to be so complicated. So you know what I've been into lately? Plants. I'm not talking about plant-based food. I'm talking about literally plants, like the green things that grow from the ground, the stuff that we have in uh, vases all over our house. And I'm not like buying books and and doing a deep dive and learning about plants. Um, that's not what I'm talking about. And I'm not sitting here with little scissors cutting bonsai, okay? Not, not that there's anything wrong with that. I think that's awesome. That's more black belt shit. I'm more at a white level, white belt <laughs> level. But uh, so let me explain and I'll tell you why I'm even saying this. But um, it's been really, how do I explain this? Uh, it's been reviving, reviving. The word revival um, is lighting up, is resonating with me. Put a bookmark there. So I'm a machine guy. I um, love machines and pistons. One of the great joys in life, I think, is that um, sport mode button in your car. I mean, depending on which model car you have. But if you have a fast car, especially with a turbo or a twin turbo, that sport mode button is exhilarating. It brings me a lot of joy. Um, I'm into, you know, I grew up in the city. I grew up in concrete. I'm into barbells and um, motorcycles and cars. I've always been into to, to machines. And so things like plants, trees, uh, the outdoors, camping, all of that never resonated with me. And people used to always say, you got to go camping, you know, you got to go hiking and uh, it'll ground you, right? The connection with uh, Mother Earth. Now, I, I, get, I get that in theory and I get like logically to go on a nature walk and notice trees and all that. I get that. But um, it's, I don't know, I, it's just never landed for me. Uh, it's never something I gravitated toward, uh, like yoga. Like I totally understand yoga and I know I need more stretch in my life. Um, I also know yoga, 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 I just invented something, yoga on pogos, pogo sticks, yogos. What do you think of that? It's probably already happening because there's so many different uh, fitness crazes, especially here in Los Angeles. It's crazy. But um, yogos. <laughs> hey, did you go to yoga, yoga class today? Yeah, I hit my head on the ceiling because they didn't adjust the pogo sticks. Okay, never mind. So I uh, always had a resistance to things um, green, <laughs> including green juice. <laughs> now that I think about it, anything green, <laughs> um, me running the other way. Um, and then back to yoga. I know yoga it can also be a, a spiritual practice, so it's not just about the stretch. And so I'm the, you know, I'm the guy in the basement, the garage, uh, lifting weights, riding motorcycles, and you know, anyway. So um, we have this home up in the Altadena Hills, and we have this uh, nice little backyard that we've kind of made into a little oasis, and we have these plants. And plants, by the way, are very expensive. 
uh, succulents and cactus and, and, and all these plants. And so because I don't want to, them to die, I've been um, consciously watering them. And one thing I've noticed is when I water the plants or the grass, um, it's, it's almost therapeutic. It's kind of uh, like how I feel sometimes when I do the dishes and you're just uh, being super present. It's almost like um, it's meditative, you know. It brings me calm and it's very subtle. So it's not like – it's not like obvious. It's not, it's not like an orgasm where it's like, whoa. It's a very mild, subtle feeling. Uh, and it's something that I never really noticed because I never paid attention to things like that. I didn't think they um, mattered, right? And uh, I also was very disconnected to my body. Um, I was all about performing. I was all about uh, getting shit done. I, I, you know, the idea of connecting to your body, to dropping into your body, and being present—that that—that was foreign to me. And so, uh, about twelve years ago, um, after going to therapy school and kind of getting into um, theories and self betterment, and and of course uh, learning about meditation and all that, now it, it's it's not. In, in the distance, it's something that I tried to thread into my life. And so recently, um, me watering the plants, because I'm cheap and I want to save them, <laughs> from, uh, I don't want to buy more, that, it, that it's kind of forced me to ground myself. It's forced me to use that activity as a, as a way to, to meditate, as a way to um, be present, and I'm bringing this whole thing up because you don't need to go to Bali. You don't need an exotic vacation. Uh, you could use something as mundane or simple or free like watering your plants. The, uh, the other thing I was going to say is um, when I water my grass, my lawn, one thing that happens is it it kind of takes me back to the 80s because that was the last time that was the last time I ever watered a lawn was uh was in the 80s uh where everyone was outside with the hose you know washing their cars watering their lawns and I mean for hours you know um sitting on um my neighbor used to have um like an outside uh he, he would he would have like a beach chair outside and he would just water his lawn for like an hour hour or two and just watch the kids play every night and his lawn was like pure green looked like um looked like it was fake it was so perfect and it it kind of takes me back to the 80s when i'm watering my lawn these days uh and there's something it's in the 80s for me were um the wonder years a lot of nostalgia i know for a lot of people (laughs) they don't want to go back to the 80s there was a lot of trauma then um a lot of people were just an idea Maybe you listening, you're like the 80s. I wasn't even born until the 90s. But it's that combination of meditative, that combination of being grounded uh, by the activity, um, and then anything that kind of brings you back. So nostalgia, I think, I think it's, a, it's another piece to this. So it's not about living there, right? You're not doing something that, that activates or brings you back to a time in your life that wasn't pleasant, right? That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the um, bridge created from whether it's music, whether it's uh, 
watering your lawn or uh, here's another one, afternoon naps. So I'm up early, uh, you know, go right, do all my things. And then um, I try to get a workout in around noon. And so when I come home, by the time one, one o'clock hits, I'm pretty tired. And then around two, um, pick, we pick up our daughter and then I, I start to crash. So around three, it's the perfect time for a nap. And it reminds me, sometimes I nap, sometimes I can't just because, you know, all the stuff that needs to get done. But when I do nap, especially if I hit REM and you wake up in that moment where you don't even know where you are, you know, for a split second, you're like, where, who am I? Where am I? That reminds I love those. It's, it's very few and far between. So that's not happening every day. But I don't know, once a month, maybe that'll happen. And uh, man, it reminds me of when I was, uh, I don't know, ninth grade, sleeping in my mom's room i know it sounds weird but she had the bigger bed and um, the 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 summer korean blankets they're kind of like they're like cool I, I don't know what they're they're made of nylon they're like bright colors you know like fluorescent yellow with giant uh i don't know tiger tiger faces on them flowers um but it made the bed really cool and after school i remember um I would fall asleep and I would just take like an hour or two nap in her room and then like a deep nap hitting REM and then waking up to the sound of children, children playing outside, um, a, a breeze that came in through her window. Um, and, my, and I'm all about breezes. So I'm an airy sign. And so the, so the combination of, uh, the sound, so audio, uh, the breeze, the feeling of the breeze on your face or your back or wherever, Right. And then that state of waking up from a hard nap, that combination is magical. And so since then, um, I haven't experienced anything, anything like that, you know, as I grew up, uh, I mean, who, who takes naps, right? And so, uh, and then I went through two years of insomnia where I didn't sleep and it, that's a whole nother thing, but that was a, a very low point in my life. Um, so now if I'm able to nap and I have that kind of deep hard nap it reminds me of it, it it's almost like my i take my body back to that those days and the feeling that's pro, that was produced by those days was peace it was calm it was like just um it's just amazing another quick example when i was living in glendale and this was now my 20s uh we had this beautiful pool uh, it was like an Olympic size, but it was big and custom pool. The guy that we bought the house from was an architect. And there was a time between three to five when I would come home from the family uh, restaurant. I only had like a two-hour break. I'd rip home, um, eat something, and I would lie in the backyard, not go swimming, or maybe take a quick dip. And then it was the laying on the uh the backyard patio, um, what are those lounge chairs with the, uh, the breeze coming and that perfect, like, you know, 78 degree, um, the sun's out and you could feel the sun on your back, but also the breeze, um, which is making you, uh, which is like cool, right? So you're not sweating. And those moments, I don't know, in those moments, I just remember feeling just feeling so calm. It's like the nervous system 
for me, that was the safe tree for my nervous system. That was the treehouse, you know, in those days. And then I would get my car and go back to work, and it's, of course, chaos, and people aren't getting their food. It's just, you know, then I go back into the tornado. And so now, um, this with this little, we have this little uh, above-ground pool in the backyard, I try to recreate that feeling. And when I do, it's, you know, there's, there's magic there. Anyway, my point is, what in your life do you have that is like that, that bridges or connects you to a feeling that you had in the past that created <clears throat> calm, that created peace, that made you feel um, less anxiety, maybe that grounded you. Um, I don't know, maybe growing up it was fishing or it was uh, – think about things that didn't require other people, you know, things that you did um, – that you loved. Maybe it was painting. And it doesn't mean to go do that exact activity. What it means is to create something that produces or, or do something that produces, that creates that feeling. And I'm telling you, if you thread that into your life as a way of life, you are meditating. Um, you are I don't know how else to say it. You're, you're, you're meditating. You're grounding yourself. You are um, not in your thoughts, at least for that moment, right? I mean, maybe like a skipping stone across a, a lake that you're in and out. And, of course, we all have thoughts and then we, we come back and, and then we you know jump into our time machines and all that. But generally speaking, when you're doing that activity, um, there's peace and your nervous system is calm. And, and that's the thing. If you could do things... And I don't know if it's possible <laughs> for your nervous system to be calm the entire day because uh, you have emails and you've got business and you've got, you know, um, things happening in your life and there's chaos and things are unsettled and you're waiting for people to answer. You got work, whatever. Uh, but the moments that you have to yourself, um, if you are connecting them to other moments that brought you peace and calm and you are calming your nervous system and at the same time, not living in time machines, um, the past or the fret or the present, or the past or the future, and you're being super present. Uh, that doesn't mean that the activity can't remind you of something in the past. I'm just saying, don't live there. Um, and then you're grounding yourself. Then that, to me, um, that's meditation. That's being present. That's living in the here and now. And I find that to make this sustainable, and this is kind of my whole point, is. Um, to find things in the day to day that are um, that don't that aren't contingent on someone's yes or no, and this is why I'm saying do it by yourself. You know things that you can do alone. Um, they don't have to be alone. <clears throat> you could have an amazing conversation over crepes with your friend, and 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 still um, have these kind of feelings, right? But um, things that bring you joy, things that calm you, things that calm your nervous system, uh, threaded into your life over time. Uh, I, I think changes you. I think it rewires you. And it slows you down in a way where you start to uh, be less reactive. It doesn't make you slow. That's not what I'm saying. But it uh, it gives you patience. It makes you realize that uh, the things that you had anxiety about maybe aren't that big. Um, I like the word grounded. It grounds you. Uh, one of the other things um, that I've found activity-wise that 
um, really I, that I enjoy that gives me this feeling is uh, dirt bikes. Uh, never had a dirt bike in the 80s, always wanted one. Parents said no, and uh, they bought me this little Honda Spree scooter, which was 20 times more dangerous. And in the 80s, we didn't have to wear helmets, so I was like on this little scooter with flip-flops and a bull haircut up and down my street for hours, and I could have died many times. But anyway, um, getting into dirt bikes recently and just going up and down trails and uh, riding till the bike and you kind of become one, that feeling where you forget you're on a bike, um, in that space there is a... um, a calming and it's interesting because you, you can you would imagine on a dirt bike uh, it's panic and you're you know how, how do you stay calm um but for me like i'm actually the most calm on my harley on my motorcycle uh and maybe that's because you have to be present or you're gonna die and so maybe it forces you to be calm um or you know the other thing is like a a long workout where you kind of uh, people call this a, like a runner's high where you are super present and hitting that kind of flow state those are also Um, excellent ways to ground yourself going back to the plant idea in the mundane little things throughout your day uh, can be super helpful before i leave uh, i want to remind you um, our new book it's not me it's you it's a relationship book my first relationship book i wrote with my partner who is also a therapist is out and we're doing something that's uh, never been done before we're running a book club before the book comes out, and we're giving you an ebook. So, uh, if you pre-order it, you'll get the ebook, access to the ebook, uh, so you could follow along, you could read the entire book if you want. And then, of course, when the book comes out, you'll also get a hardcover book. Um, but we're starting the book club before the book comes out. So we're starting the book club. Um, it it may have already happened, or it may not. Uh, we're starting it uh, first week of June, and so I don't know when you're listening to this, but. It's not too late. You could jump in at any time. It's live on Zoom. Uh, just go to my Instagram handle at the Angry Therapist and click my bio link, and you will see it there. And that will take you to something that will end up spitting you a Zoom link, and uh, then we can hang out live and we'll go through our new book. Thank you for listening. Be well. Hey, if you have a passion for helping others and you want to create a more meaningful career or add to your current skill set, it's time to become a life coach with Lumia. When I became a life coach many years ago, there wasn't anything like this. So I developed this program alongside with Noel Cordeaux, Lumia Coach Training. And it's amazing. It's 100% live and online, meaningful, evidence-based education, real people, real community, ICF accredited to with 20 diverse instructors in a thriving alumni community. Go to theangrytherapist.com and click on Become a Coach and explore Lumia Coach Training. I'll see you in class.